Alumni Podcast with Tech and Prem. Pass. Intercepted. Deflected and picked off. And running with it is Slay. And he breaks the tackle and gallops to the end zone for the pick six. Pass dropped. Fumble by Elliott and recovered by Zach Cunningham. First and goal. Rollout. Hurts. Fires in zone. And it is caught for a touchdown. Devontae Smith cradles it like a baby. Fed Alumni Podcast. I'm Tech. He's Prem. And it's a game day edition. Home opener. Of the show. Yes, the home opener. Tonight. Thursday night football. Eagles Vikings. Yes. Already, the injuries are mounting up. Oh, man, it's horrible. Kenny Gainwell out. James Bradbury, Reed Blankenship now. All out. Got to score 30 or 35 to win. <sighs> it's just the truth. Cousins yeah. is going to put points up. Malcolm Jenkins is the honorary captain for the game tonight. Oh, nice. uh, he good. should be suiting up and playing safety, to be hey, honest. Look, they, could, they could really <laughs> use him. I'm sure there's already been some jokes in the building about, about making that call. <laughs> now, yeah. I mean, you know, I know you're going to get to week one, but it's, anytime you beat Bel- Belichick's defense— Oh good. yeah. Now that's that's one thing that is important to note. I know it was a struggle for the offense on Sunday. You played a top oh, yeah. five I mean, defense look, with the best defensive mind of all time. I I get that, you know. Um, uh, but it, it's still, I mean, what we saw in Foxborough on Sunday, uh, it, it was a mess. It was preseason. That was that was their yeah. preseason. They and this still is what get Donovan, the W. This is what Donovan said. Donovan yesterday was like everybody just needs to relax. He uh, said absolutely. He said you know. Why do you think that was that? And he's talking to a Ike, like, you know, sarcastically. He's like, well, they didn't play at all. Right. You expect these guys to be at game speed well, if they're not playing at all? That's 100% right. I mean, especially— And they got lucky to escape with a win because they are the superior team. Right. I mean, look, uh, I think the roster is talented enough to have walked out of that stadium with the win despite— it being the worst coach game we've seen since 2018. The play calling was horrible on offense. I'm really concerned. Now, I, there's two things I think could could be the case with what we saw from Brian Johnson on Sunday. Ugh. The first is, and this is what I hope it is, the first is you have a game tonight, so that's only three days after the Sunday game. Right. Maybe you want to keep it vanilla as much as possible so you could break out a lot of these big plays in a game that you know you might have to win with a shootout against Kirk Cousins because your defense is not top tier. Or, no. or this is who he is. Which is, oh, I hope not. Well, also, That's disturbing, J- Jalen was way. missing some some guys that on plays that Brian Johnson called that would have been touchdowns. He missed right. Goddard on I a mean, wide open TD. Look, that's on the vision aspect. That's the preseason thing. I chalked it up to Jalen has been practicing. He hasn't yeah. been playing. He's been practicing. I look at him like he had a, a rather softball look training Look at Josh camp. Allen. Yeah, oh, Josh Allen looked like Carson Wentz. Look at Wentz. Patrick Mahomes. These yeah. guys all these Well, Mahomes actually played, I think, the best out of All four. But, but they played average game. He played an average game. All four of the top quarterbacks. Didn't play great. Looked yeah. bad. Yeah. Mahomes probably looked the best, but Jalen is the only one who walked out of there with the with the win. Burrow looked the worst. Burrow looked the worst. But again, all these and guys. No, Josh Allen looked the worst. Yeah, he looked pretty Burrow bad. Burrow was right there. Yeah. Burrow wasn't a turnover machine. Yeah. Allen looked like Wentz. All these, yeah, he did. All these guys are going to be fine. And, you know, yeah, all, all the I people so. out there that are going crazy, it's week one. Every single think, year to week one overreactions are just, they're worse than the preseason overreactions. Right, I mean, look, there was obviously rust. Um, with the exception of the touchdown pass to Devontae Smith, which you just heard in the opening there, I, he, he looked sort of like 2021 Hurts, which I get it. I, I, listen. I'm worried short-term, not long-term. Big picture for Jalen Hurts. I have all the confidence in the world. This guy was on the tablet looking at the tape yeah, it's on one, the ride it's home. One game. It's one game. And, and that he hit the Novacares the first second he could, and that he's getting it He's getting it looked at, and he's getting it together. Yeah, he's got to just click I, I back know in, he the, is. in the shape, man. He's got. It's not. These guys are human, too, you it, know? It's a long offseason. He's got some natural instincts and tendencies that can turn into bad habits, that he was so mindful of keeping in check last year, which which created it turned him into an MVP caliber player. It did. And if if he kind of just is winging it and, and goes back to those those bad habits and tendencies, 
um, then you get what you saw on Sunday, with the exception of, of that MVP-level pass to Devontae in the end zone. That was like last year, Hurts. Oh, that's an elite, that's an elite throw, yeah. Right, but Hurts yeah. not seeing the field. And then he made another elite reads. throw to A.J. Brown, which was just a horrible, horrible interpretation of the rules. That is a catch. Yeah, well. That's a catch in a hundred of a hundred and ten NFL seasons or more. I mean, this is just ridiculous. Man. I know it's ridiculous. It really is. It really is. I get it. The the furious the furiousness with which I was watching that at that moment. Yeah, that was one of the honestly overall one of the weirdest Eagles games I ever remember watching. Now, obviously, some positives. Um, Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Uh, yeah, we've heard it wow. at nauseum yeah, wow. that they looked great. And they're going to be know trouble. They did. They're going to be trouble. Yeah, definitely. Slay in midseason form. But the the line overall wasn't able to get to Mac Jones, and even though the Patriots had two rookie guards on the O line, we still couldn't get to him. It's pretty wild to me. I'm still just chalking it up to it's week one, and these guys didn't play and get into game speed. You have to play games to get to game speed. Right. And to, to really execute, you have to be on the field a lot. You're going to see, like, by week five, week six, the offense will be humming, in my opinion. I hope so. Maybe even sooner. But they'll really be humming by them because it's all Jalen, man. It's all Jalen. It's so, all Jalen. You know, you can he can mask if there's bad play calls when he's really on. He'll Absolutely. He'll mask that. And he'll yeah, just he make did something it so happen. many times last year. And he'll make Brian Johnson look like a genius OC. I'm, mark my words. At least... Fifty percent of this year, I didn't he like, will make him look. Really I smart. didn't like what I saw, obviously, from either of the coordinators. The third and ten draw after two three and outs. What are you doing? I don't even understand it. There was two three and outs. You get the ball back again. You're only up by what a score at that point, right? And it's third and ten. Throw throw at least a seven yard route to your your yak guy AJ. I don't understand. Throw him it. a slant so we could get that first down. Why are you running a draw on third and ten in the second quarter in a one score game on the road? This is what I. I t- it baffled me. And by the way, it was a bizarre week around the entire league. It was one of the most bizarre really week ones I'd ever seen. It really was. Uh, w- really highlighted by just two good games, and it was the the Monday night game where <laughs> where Aaron Rodgers went down and, and, and you went up to get a, a glass of water. You sat back down. He was getting carted off. Yo, never th- <laughs> never completed a pass. No, I, a look, jet. I know. I, 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 I laugh, and the only reason why I laugh for about 30 minutes is because the only fan base more delusional than the New York Giants is the New York Jets. Ironically. <laughs> yeah, you and, know, you and know by what, the though? Way, Zach Wilson's good. He's all right. He's going to be, be good. He's got a laser arm. This should be a lesson learned, though, yeah, to the yeah. NFL. Yes. Not to overhype train a guy who, by the way, hasn't been good in years. It's he, been about two seasons. He won a Super Bowl off the strength of a great defense. He, he has not been... Hall of Fame level, he'll retire a Hall of Famer. You know what Aaron Rodgers and Trent Dilfer have in common? What's that? They both won one Super Bowl. Right, yeah, yeah, one, one. That's right. One Super Bowl. Lost another one to another Hall of Famer, though, Roethlisberger. They talk about Rodgers like uh, like he's another Tom Brady. He's not. He's not even in the same universe. As no, Tom Brady. No, no, I mean, statistically, he probably destroys Brady's numbers. I'm talking about overall. Well, maybe not, actually. I don't know about that. Maybe but not sh- destroys, but he probably has thrown for more yards well, than Brady. Well, yeah, he, he's he probably, probably the, more, the more talented quarterback, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Tom Brady, it speaks for himself. So if I mean, we're, look go, what if he we're does. going to Brady, right, here's the thing with Brady, in my opinion. All those amazing Patriot teams, they were winning those games barely. It wasn't. I mean, I it, it wasn't it. like you know. What well, was like the last second, the last yeah, and, drive, and they're, and they're low scoring. Brady wins. would bring him down and get that. Yeah. That's, yeah. What, that, that's the with greatness. the exception of the comeback against the Falcons, which is remarkable. That Super Bowl comeback the year before we beat them. Right. With the exception of that, Brady wasn't winning those Super Bowls. No. Belichick and that defense and their play calling and and holding Brady's hand most of the time was winning those Super Bowls. Yeah, I hear you. Until so, you got so, to the until you got to the two minute drill, sure he's laser sharp. The fourth quarter. Best ever. I get it. I'm he talking made, about skill wise. Yeah, he just made a living off of getting the ball out fast. Yeah, and that's yeah. that was always He's his a thing. statue. All right, back to the birds. Um, the offensive line looked really bad. Lane Johnson uncharacteristically gave up six pressures. He he blew an assignment on the first drive that led to a sack by Matthew Judon, though he wasn't charged with the sack. So his streak continues. It's really weird. Yeah, I saw that play. He was just a free rusher. That turned what should have been seven into three. Yeah. And that that can't happen. Nah, yeah. It just can't happen. I think they're going to be better tonight, but unfortunately, I think that both teams score 30 if you're betting take the over in this one. Ron Jaworski said... He, he, he reviewed the tape, 
And Father Time may be catching up to Lane Johnson. Ooh, he said that. <laughs> That's what he I said. I think it's a first week sluggish. Might be a, a slight overreaction. I, I think so. I mean, Lane is... They were bad, but they... they you know what, you know what happens to stay bad. guys that have this much pride and are that this good when they have a game like that? They usually come back really strong. Yeah. It's I'm, a typical sports reality. I would say when it comes to Jalen Hurts and the offensive line, I'm not worried at all. Uh, I am, however... Worried about the middle of the defense. They devalued the linebacker position way too oh, much this I know, year. I know. Uh, Dean is already hurt. He'll miss a month. Now Blankenship is out, which is terrible because now you got no linebackers and no safeties. This is wild. <laughs> you know, you're really gonna you're really gonna see very quickly here what Job is, probably what Ringo is. I don't know. You'll see. I don't know that you'll see Ringo. He's, I don't you're think one he's injury, ready. You're one injury away. You you are from he's the slot guy. I, I, I don't know that you'll see him though. Hopefully I don't mean this week or tonight. I mean just in but general. I do think you'll probably see Sidney Brown. I hope I hope we do. I think it's going to be Evans and Edmonds, but Evans stinks. I think you're going to end yeah. up seeing Sidney Brown sooner I, I than hope, later. I hope it's Brown, and I really hope that Desai uses him more like a, a Joker type. Another concern, flipping back to the other side of the ball. Is the running back room. I thought after last season, I mean, we talked about this. I thought Gainwell looked like a number one back. You did. You I, said I, that. I heard Ike Reese. I heard Elliot Shore Parks all offseason say they didn't see him as a number one. They didn't get it. And Sunday, I, I hate to say it, I, I finally see what they were saying. I, I, Gainwell, to me, is not a number one. Now he's a change of pace. Right. They forced yeah. it to him unnecessarily. And quite frankly, they got him hurt. They, they yeah. just ran him too much. It, was, it shouldn't have been every play. It, it was, shouldn't have been. You see, I thought what they were doing when they started the game like that, the way I interpreted that tech was, all right, first quarter's game wells. Second quarter, you get a lot of swift. Right. Third quarter, you might get some Boston. The fourth quarter, we'll, we'll have them so confused at that point right. with the backs that you just throw they, them all they out They went there. pass heavy in the second half. But yeah. they just kept running game well into the ground. Weird, man. And... He's normally just a durable guy. He took some crazy hits and 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 he seemed did. to just bounce right back up last yeah, year. Yeah. And then I, I, he's out after after week one. He's out. Well, we'll see what Swift has in the tank tonight. He's still a young man. He's coming home. I think you're going to see a big night from DeAndre Swift. They didn't use him at all last nah, week. Nah, but tonight, though... They, they deactivated Penny before the game last mark week. Mark my words. Tonight, Tech, home opener, DeAndre Swift home, all his family and friends there, his high school coach there, all of his old buddies from his team there. 100 all-purpose yards and a touch for Swift. I, I hear you. I, I hope on so. On record. I hope so because right now, I don't I don't think this is a very good running back room. I'll, I'll be honest. In fact, we got to see Penny still. If, yeah, but if the emphasis... Well, I saw him in preseason and wasn't impressed against him going against second teamers and guys that yeah, are fighting with, for jobs. With second teamers on the line in front of him. Well, I get that. But you still, I mean, our second teamers, I don't. I always thought highly of our yeah, second teamers. Yeah, yeah. Um, still can. It's just a week. I, 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 it's a week of football. I would say that if the emphasis on the offense wasn't on the fact that we have a franchise elite MVP level quarterback and two star wideouts, I actually go as far as to say I think it's one of the worst running back rooms in the league. That's, that, a, that's that, a bit much. Well, Swift is a legit I'd running say back. Bottom five. But Swift is a legit running back. I wouldn't go that far. I need to see him look like a legit running back because. Yeah, I, I I saw one great play where he brought electricity to the field in the preseason. Well, yeah, one yeah. play, and I have not seen that. And I so far I didn't see it last week. I mean, granted they 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 used him for two plays. Well, yeah, he wasn't on the field much, but you got to remember too, man. You, you're you're in New England against Belichick's defense. They were a top five unit last year. I get and they it. returned every starter. All right, so that's Belichick. Now let's talk about the Vikings. Uh, their defense. Is a little better than last year's, not not by much, but they, they now have yeah, Brian Flores, yeah, they, a Belichick they did, disciple. Uh, they did hold uh, the Bucks to twenty points, right? Um, What's the Bucks? It's the Bucks without Brady. Baker Mayfield. I, know, I mean, I know, that's I know. that's a joke. He's uh, going to throw uh, in Tampa. He'll throw two or three picks next week, right? Even, even though yeah. the Vikings lost, they're I'll, coming I'll off be there. loss. That alumni live in Tampa Bay. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah. You're, you're, you're right. You're going to be there. I'll bring the banner. I'll hang it up outside. <laughs> <laughs> you got to. You got to represent. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, I look at the Vikings. I see them coming off of an embarrassing loss to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. I know. that's That worries me, though. It worries me because it's like, yo, you're 0-1. This is a team that considers themselves a playoff team. They do. They're, they're in desperation mode. They're not going to come out and try to go 0-2 because... 
statistically, 0-2 teams making the playoffs is a lot less than 1-1 teams. Right, and the Packers are legit now. Well, right. they, appear well like they, they appear like they're competitive. I don't believe in the Bears. But they're competitive. Well, right. I mean, the Bears All and the this Packers... Justin Fields going to come out, he's going to have a Jalen Hurts type season. Well, there's only one thing wrong with that. He's not as talented as Jalen Hurts. He's not He's yeah, not that uh, guy. I totally agree. Because Jalen Hurts has it up in the brain mentally in terms of the sharpness. Right. A bit more than I think Fields does. Now, the one thing I'll say about the Vikings defense, they have Brian Flores. He's a Belichick disciple, and he's probably going to do a lot of the same things that Belichick did on Sunday. Uh Probably. And, and, and Which knowing, is good, though, because we've just seen that. But knowing that we're weak at safety yeah. and and linebacker, the D-line needs to get to Cousins because Mac Jones is younger and hasn't gotten this, the concussions that Kirk Cousins has gotten. Yeah, you're right. So he was able to escape the pocket and just close yeah. enough to beat those sacks, to yeah. beat the D-line. Cousins, is, Cousins he, he gets taken down. He's gotten so many concussions yeah. that when he, as soon as he feels that pressure, he seizes up. He seizes up and he, and he gets yeah. sacked. He, he, or, he or he throws a pick. Or he throws a pick. Or he throws a but pick. But I'll tell you, though, Cousins is not an elite quarterback, but he's the next tier, in my opinion. But if the D, And if the D-line does not get to him, he's going to have Hawkinson, he's going to have Justin Jefferson in the it's middle of the field. It's going to be a long night. They're going to scheme those guys in the middle of the field. It's going to be a long night tonight, man. There's going to be right. a lot of upset people down there. If, oh, yeah. If this defense doesn't figure something out and do something a little creative you're gonna, tonight. You're going to hear boos in the fourth quarter if, if, if they don't get this if, figured out. Can you imagine this is just like the uh, 2017 NFC Championship game, right? They get the ball. Vikings get the ball to start the game. Go right down the field with these seven nothing. Oh we, yeah. we, we come out three and out. Right back to Cousins. And oh. slay to the house, baby. <laughs> Just like Patrick Robinson. That's what happened, didn't it? Yeah. It was. Well, we were thinking, oh, well, we're not going to go to the Super Bowl now. I know I was. I'm thinking, right, well, yeah. this is it. Um, you know, seven nothing. They got the ball. Our defense yeah. was horrible. And, and I, then and boom, I look at them we like, dominated. didn't we have the second game of the year last year where it was like Thursday yeah, night football they, against the Vikings was, at at home? Monday night football. Oh, it was Monday night yeah, football? Yeah, it was the home opener. It was a prime time home opener against the Vikings, against the Vikings. last year, second and, game and, of the year. And against our Super Bowl defending year, 2018, early in the season, too. Right. They have a thing for doing this. I don't know what it's about, but I'm going to say it now, Tech. I'll go there because I do it every week. Oh, and by the way. On record last week, 30-20 to 20 birds win, 25-20. 25-20, yeah. I, I expected one more TD, and that would have been running the Yeah, line. I thought it was going to be 27-23, uh, so 25 was on par. I didn't like the way they got to the 25, yeah. though, but uh, it, whatever. Tonight, though, Tech, 35-27 birds. Really? Now, there you have it. They cover by a point. They're seven-point favorites. 35-27. 35-27. Going to be tied late at 27. Um... Or we might trail late, 27-24. I'm going to go ahead and say it'll be like a... a <laughs> wow. I'm going 35-27. I, I think Swift has a big night. I think Jalen wakes up a bit. I can actually see it being like a 34-31 game. I was going that way. Where like I was the, going that way. Where the birds finish with a, with a field goal I'm just going to give the defense a little benefit of the doubt that they hold them just under 27 because of like a big late play by Jalen Carter, like a big late play by one of these guys to, to get the ball back. That I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that, and that's that's my biggest worry. The middle of the defense is my biggest worry. Well, that's they the, that's the weakest spot of the team. Yeah, it's the weakest spot in the team. And you know they don't have much of a running threat because bring Miles Jack they, out of they, retirement. They let Dalvin, yeah, they let Dalvin Cook walk, and they shouldn't have done that. He's cooked. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. I cooked. thought he looked pretty good. Nah, I know. I, I know. thought he looked he's, pretty he's good. He's not cooked, but he's nowhere near the all-world back. I think he's better than who was. they got. Who, who, who's... No, Brees Hall is a man. No, no. I'm talking about uh, the Vikings. Oh, I'm sorry. Madison. Man, Alexander it, Madison. It, Madison. He, he's Alexander under, he's Madison. an underrated player. He's a good back. That's a good back right there. Right. He's got speed, and he catches the ball out the backfield. Kind of like B-West. Kind of like B-West, man. Well, all I know is he's just not a he's not a, a sexy name, right? Alexander Madison. No one knows well, who he is. Well, I remember his That's name why, because though. they were talking. He was stuck behind Dalvin Cook, and they were talking about trading him to the Eagles last year. Yeah. And now I look at the mm. Eagles like we're in the same spot as we were last year. Like I look at it's like we actually need a bell cow running back. We don't have yeah, one. Yeah. Swift isn't that guy. You know, Todd Gurley's out there. <laughs> is, is, isn't he retired? 
healed up though. He was had knee problems. He's probably like twenty eight. See, I would wait to the deadline and I and I would trade for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, t- but- Todd Gurley's probably not the guy. No. I was just off the top of my head thinking of names. <laughs> you know what I mean? Tyreek Cohen just signed somewhere. Where did he what sign? a great story Tyreek Cohen has. You ever heard it- about his story? What he went through in his life? No. That man has a remarkable testimony. Really? Yeah, check it out sometime. I know he hasn't played in like three years. He lost his brother at one point to gun uh. violence. Um, and uh, just a really, really touching story. I always have love for Tariq Cohen after hearing that story. Well, all I know is he hasn't played in years. And like he just got signed. Yeah, it's been like three, I think. Has it been three? Something like that. Yeah, he signed. I don't know if it was New Orleans. So somebody signed him. Yeah, I mean, Not look, sure the, the, guy, the guy is a... He's he's built different uh, mentally, Tariq Cohen. Just from what I learned about it from the documentary, I, I just look at the Eagles like you know they need they need a running back. I I didn't think that they did going into the season. Well, we don't know that. Oh, yet. Oh, Carolina like, it's, signed it's, it's uh, one, Tariq Cohen. Oh yeah, it's one week, so you don't know yet because we haven't seen Penny in regular season action behind this line with the real play calls for the real thing. So I know it's it's understandable to be concerned, but until you see Swift get some some real action tonight and Penny get some action at some point in the near future, then you can, I think, make that determination better. Penny will be active. He will be active. He has to be. He has to be. You're your top two backs. And you know what? I really expect to see a good night from both I of them. I saw no pop, no explosion at all from Penny in the preseason. He so, sort of seemed like he got the ball and like fell forward. I need to yeah. see... A I think they're going to come. I think they're going to come out really fired up. Too. I need to see Swift have that electricity. Yeah, they're going to come out that. fired up. I think you're going to see that. I really do believe you that. Gotta, it, I I thought coming into the season, especially after I saw just that one run in the preseason uh, from Swift, I thought you know what, Swift is going to unlock a part of this offense that was missing last year. Yes. He's going to unlock that, I that dink and dunk, that screen right. pass. He's going to bring the, the that Andy back. Reed days of the screen. Yeah. And the split backs. Why in the world? Uh, here uh, we go again. We, we, we talk about this so much. But look, but just imagine this for a sec, right? You got Jalen in the pistol or the shotgun. You got Penny lined up as the back. Yeah. Your slot in your right is Swift. Your slot in your left is Goddard. We already know the wideouts. Right. What are defenses going to do? I, I don't know why they don't do this. Or, or you put both backs in the backfield right next to, put three I'll of them next you, to each other. I'll tell you what's aggravating. It doesn't make any sense. What's aggravating to me is, and I get it, they put Jalen Hurts on the Pat Mahomes pedestal. Like, well, he, mm-hmm. he's just as good as Pat Mahomes. But the thing that kills me is first down, they hand the ball off, they get two yards, second and eight. They hand the ball off again, they get a yard, it's third and seven. What do they do? They line up with... Hurts in the shotgun, no running backs, no, no, like, no, what, no, no, no mystery at all to what it's going to be. Uh. You know what they're going to do here, whether it's him going to, that's going to run or scramble or he's going to pass. And who's he going to look for? The number one target's always going to be A.J. Brown. He's, and, and then, you know, as long as they cover him, then it's Devontae. These are his first two looks. Exactly. So, but there could be plays set up where the first look is intentionally Goddard, or the first look is intentionally the Swift screen. Why that wasn't the case on Sunday, I, I'll never understand. I'll never understand what I saw on Sunday because it was just the whole time I'm sitting there watching the game with my dad, and we're and we're we're baffled. We're baffled. Yeah. of what we're seeing. I was too. I was by with my play homie Jay, I was baffled as well. Um, Again, just one of the weirdest games I've ever remember watching is the Eagles. The play game. calling was so horrendous. Yeah, it'll it, be better this week. It'll be better. It better be. It will be. And, I think it then, will be. And then you know what was so ridiculous is that we're sitting there yelling, where's Goddard? Romo then points out that play you mentioned earlier. Romo points it out. He says, well, Goddard was wide open right there in the flat, and he, he chose to go to a double-teamed, uh, a double covered AJ Brown in the end zone. Meanwhile, the, and like he circles Goddard. I'm looking at my dad. I'm I like, know. we've been saying, where is he? I know. Romo points out on TV. What do you think happens two plays later? He overcompensates by yeah. targeting Goddard. Throws over his head yeah. and the side. It was like it was like so. I'm sorry, I yeah. missed you twice. Yeah, I'm going to target you on this next one. It's that like we said initially started the show. I just it's their preseason. That was their preseason, I get it. and they escaped with a win. And one of the, the hardest places to win probably is New England. The one thing that I remember seeing a couple years ago from Hertz that I I saw on Sunday that I absolutely never want to see ever is. 
predetermined. It's almost like Bryce Harper did this. I remember Bryce Harper was struggling. I mean, obviously not now. Yeah. But Bryce Harper was struggling. And he would know, no matter what that pitch is coming, no matter what he's throwing at me next, I'm swinging. Yeah. He would predetermine in his right, mind right. he was swinging. And it would always be chasing or striking. And that's why he would struggle. He would predetermine that he was swinging. And Jalen Hurts was predetermining where he was going with the ball, regardless of the coverage. Yeah. And I never want to see that, and it, it, it absolutely cannot happen tonight. Yeah, no, I think you're going to see. A, I think you're going to see a much tighter uh, operation. We have to. Yeah, you will. We have to. It's we- week one. It was it was gloomy, weird, rainy, foggy day. You're in New England. It's Brady Day. It, right. They're wearing all white. It's when they wear all white. They never play well anyway. It's kind of the truth. And they, that's a preseason thing. Why were they wearing all white? Right. It's goofy to me. And everything. There's so many goofy, weird things about that game. But yes. you know what? They still escaped with a win, and they covered a spread. Everything seemed to piss me off after the game, too, uh, except for Slay. Slay came out. He should represent the team every after every game, every press conference. Agreed. He's very he sharp. He should talk. He's, the, he's the funniest. He's the best. Sirianni comes out. He gets asked about the coordinators, and he says, oh, they were great. They were great? Well, yeah, you have to, it's posturing. You have to. Yeah, but stop. Don't but you say that. Behind closed doors, Listen, you're, you're, you're correct. Don't say they, they, they were great. Say, Listen, it. It, we, it's growing pains. We, right, we're all right, new right, here. Right. We're getting it together. Right. Listen, we got the W. I know it was ugly. You know, I, I'm going to take the brunt of it and say, listen, I wasn't sharp today, yeah. and therefore that goes down to my coordinators. We as a unit, we're not sharp, and that starts with me. It's just a management I style. I didn't. That, hear, that was Andy Reid. You just gave what Andy right. Reid would say. I but, didn't hear it done the, that way. The way I actually wanted to hear it from Sirianni. I heard, oh. They did a great job. It's a management they were great. style, they weren't man. Great. The idea is psychologically, you are not putting at risk in any way the morale of your guys. It's a it's I management get that. style. Well, that's because Sirianni's management style is culture first. He's a culture exactly, first exactly. guy. He's a family guy. He, right. he has the family vibe, and I love that about the squad. I really do. They had that I with Doug too. too. They had that with Doug too. That's what he does. He, he he's he manages the team well. That I'll say, uh, but. You know, you, you're not the play caller, Nick. You have to acknowledge that the play caller was not sharp. And if you want to blame yourself, then then fall on your sword. You know what, that though? Way. If, if this continues this way, say they lose tonight and the play calling again is bad and they don't score 24 points at home. Yeah. I, I could see Nick saying, you know what, I'm going to call some plays. Maybe, well, not, maybe not week three, but by week five, if I they're think- two and three... I think when Nick is charged up about something that he like all fourth down calls are his. It's yeah, not like Brian yeah. Johnson's going fourth and two, we're going. It's like Nick's going, Yep, dial it up, we're well, going. No, fourth I agree with that. Of course yeah. you go there. Nick, of course Nick's, you do. But you're supposed to run the ball there. I think when Nick's compelled, he gets in Brian's ear or or like he did with Shane. I think he gets got in Shane's ear, like, yo, uh, we need to I see the pressure on that left side. We need yeah, to Yeah, well go. they're all talking he the knows. whole time. Right. They're talking they're the all whole talking. time. So, so, so he knows. Sirianni's probably like, Hey, why don't we why don't we try this year? What do you think right. about they're talk they're all coordinating in a sense together. Right. But the way he made it seem was that there was bad communication and that there was almost a communication breakdown at times. Yeah, that won't and happen at home. It's like, that well, that, that can't happen. It won't happen at home. Though. Well, we know Bella cheat. He rigs the radios yeah, over there. Yeah, there could have been something going on. You never know. I mean, honestly, it's, it's Patriots. So you never exactly. know. Exactly. This Brady is what he does. Brady Day. I mean, is, yeah. And they it, were trying any way possible to win on Brady, Brady Day. Yeah, and you know what? And, and it looked like uh, Sirianni was g- giving him every opportunity to yeah, win the game. Yeah. And, and Belichick just made a critical mistakes yeah and then they lost i mean it that that sack really turned the game around the, the 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 jalen carter sack oh that, that was huge that it was almost was like i don't want to compare it to a super bowl but like when brandon graham got the strip sack you knew it was over yeah right, my feeling right. i ran around the room saying we just won the super bowl and the, the game wasn't over right, but i knew right. mentally psychologically yeah. the game was over Right, because that just that just crunched everything for the Patriots at that point. And when 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 Jalen Carter got that second, it was like this is over. And then right away, first play, right, he has a right back. Right, crazy. I just knew that it was it was over then. Jordan Davis had a wonderful game too. Yeah, especially early. But um, losing Dean Blankenship and Bradbury. Well, Dean is small. He. I I wasn't like particularly blown away by him when they were in. I get it. I get it. The defense looked like looked like looked shut down in that first quarter. They it were did. they looked it like did. a shut down defense. Really good. Really good. I don't know how much impact he was to that, but 
they definitely looked better in the first quarter than they did the rest of the game. Yeah. And he went down. So uh, he he's small. You know, TJ Edwards, he 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 was like available. He was always yeah. available. He yeah. played every game. Well, they might uh they might go for someone else's. I don't know who's out there right now, but they might well, have They signed somebody. this for Sean Evans. He was a former first round pick. Yeah. He didn't play yeah. at all last yeah. year. And that means he's he's not going to be of any use. Right. He's just he, a body. Just right. A body. Yeah. It's going to be Morrow and uh, I, I don't even know. Cunningham, right? Is it Cunningham? Morrow Mar- and Cunningham? Morrow. Yeah, Cunningham. Well, they're going to rotate these guys. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very worried you'll see about... Mo- you'll see Nickel a lot to keep just the two uh, backs on, linebackers on the field and not three. They had Zach Cunningham like in man... He's not like a man yeah, coverage kind yeah. of guy. It was it was you, not a well coached game. I mean the birds no. the birds won because of their talent. They did. They overcame. They just won because they're more talented. The worst co- like listen. In 2018, the year after the Super Bowl, I saw some of the worst coaching, some of the worst play calling in games it was I, I had ever seen. Yeah, it was and bad. the difference between this game on Sunday Coaching wise, and and some games I saw in 2018 where Eagles walked away with a win in this one. Okay, so that does say a lot about the this roster is, you this know, year. You know what this is like to me, and this is funny. This win was like an early uh, Reed McNabb style victory. You know, because Hertz had 170 yards. It's a very McNabb-like figure to have. Right. Um, he had one turnover. Very McNabb-like early figure. He might have had yep. one turnover, one interception, one fumble. And they won on the leg of their kicker. We used to have to win games on the leg of Acres. Acres, by the way, NFC Special Teams Player of the Week. You mean uh, Elliot? Uh, Jake Elliot. Yeah, Jake yeah, Elliot. Yeah. Jake Elliot. So Sorry. It's, that Jake was a, Elliot. that was a throwback game to the early Donovan years, and I, I didn't realize that till today. I'm thinking, yo, like, and a lot of those games were nail butters like that. Right. Reed and McNabb weren't blowing people out until they got to yo. They right. were tight. Hard fall games coming down to the oh, last yeah. drive. Donovan was converting first downs with two thirty to go to get in field goal range for Acres. Like a lot of those games were were struggles. True. That's why that Patriots game reminded me of early Rita McNabb, and that's encouraging to me because I know where those guys went, and we've already been there with this guy. Yeah. Well, look, we will definitely know more tomorrow. Oof, okay. This is true. what it comes down to um, when we have a game day show. Yes. It's like. All we can do is sit here and go, well, this is it. This yeah. is what they got. This is who who, who they're trotting out there. It, it's all going to be about Jalen Hurts getting it together with this offense. They have to get more like a the well-oiled machine they were last year. He's got to return, maybe not to MVP level form, but he's got to return to form to some extent. Yes, he's gotta, absolutely. He's got to pull it together, and he's got to make better reads. He's got to have a big night tonight, and you really need to get some running back production from, from Swift. Um, yeah. I, I expect Swift, like I said, he, all his family and friends are going to be there. You know, he's the lead back now. He's well-equipped. He's still young. We need a big night from him. I don't want to see any fumbles. Nah, but that's the scary <laughs> thing. I think there should be a big night for him. I really believe that he's going to show out. And if you're putting props in, I would combo the over on the game with Swift 100 yards uh, all together, passing and receiving, and a touch, and I don't think you'll lose. Well, the only way we could lose is if that Vikings passing attack tears us apart. Ugh. And uh, we could be heading into Monday Night Football against the Bucks next week, one and one. It's very possible that they shred. He shreds us, and that's really going one and one. Uh, is typical though. It really isn't ideal though, considering the rest of this schedule. I mean, I, I now we thought maybe five and zero. Oh, yeah, right? I'm thinking you're going to start the first. To be honest, do I have to be completely honest? I think the first seven games. I, I think win. it's seven and zero. Oh. Yeah. So this would be, a, you know, well the when Jets they, game looks better now. Yeah. When do they play yeah. Miami? Um, I forget off the top of my head. I'm going to uh, say right here, right now. What is this? Thursday, September 14th. I'm going to say this what right now. Got? Miami is going to be the only team that smokes the Eagles. Hmm. Smokes the Eagles. I wouldn't say smoke us. But that's how we can, I feel. We can score two. Their defense isn't. Well, yeah, elite. I feel like we'll score. But Look at I, the Chargers. It'd be like the Chargers game. We might lose by three, 37, 34. But I feel like we'll lose Jaylen the shootout to them. Maybe. When I, mean, when that's, I say that's Jalen versus two. These guys got history. There's going to be a lot it's of emotion. It's more Tyreek Hill. I feel like yeah, Ryan yeah, yeah. Fitzpatrick could be the quarterback yeah. for Miami, and it would be a shootout we lose. Well, you just because hope that Slay, you hope that Slay can, can at least shadow him enough, and you're going to double him every play anyway. And then you got to yeah, hope just that the rest fast. of your guys he's are He's like, solid. what would Deshaun Jackson have been had he been a really great wide receiver? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. That's going to be a tough one. Agreed. It's going to be a but tough one. But we'll be one. talking about a whole different Birds team in terms of from our perspective by then. 
in terms True. of what they are. Now we'll we'll be look look you're you you go, you're going to the Phillies game next week Thursday right? night. That's right. And yeah. um, I'll be in Montreal. Oh, nice for the nice. week. Yeah. Nice. So and and then. You're going to Tampa for the Monday going night game. Going to Tampa game. for the Monday nighter, so we'll reconvene in the, two weeks. The next time we talk, we'll have had two, two bird games, yeah. games, and we'll know yeah. more we sure about this team. We sure will. We sure so, will. All right. Um, <laughs> we're going to discuss the Phillies uh, briefly, and I mean briefly. That's fine. But first, brought to you by the Fairless Hills Academy of Music, it's time for Vet Facts. This is a vet fact. Well, Tech, in the wonderful championship season of 1980, the Phillies would host the St. Louis Cardinals on September 14th, 1980, and easily dismiss them 8-4. They jumped out to a 7-0 lead after three. You got two RBIs from Lonnie Smith, three RBIs from Bake McBride. Whew. Even Schmitty had a hit and a run scored, which, like, we talk about all the time. Yeah. Schmitty usually has bad vet facts. Uh, Big McBride got went lately, yard. he's turned it around in our vet facts. Yeah, our vet facts have been more uh, more Schmitty positive lately. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for the Phils, you had uh, Marty Bystrom going seven strong, only Ooh. striking out two, but allowing scattering five hits. And then old Sparky Lyle pitched to eighth in the ninth. <laughs> I, I got to be completely honest with you. I have no idea who that is. No, me neither. But the Phils jumped all over Cardinals starter Silvio Martinez, dropping him to five and ten. He only went two and two thirds allowing seven runs on eight hits, only striking out one, just absolutely got destroyed. That was an exciting third uh, third inning in front of 30,137 fans. Now, the Cardinals would get four in the top of the eighth and make it seven to four. Phils would add one to bottom of the eighth, make it eight to four, and close it out. September 14th, 1980, they would finish that game with a record of 78 and 65. Your Phillies right now, currently 79 and 67. Here we go. You, you mentioned closing it out. Uh, you don't want to hear this, Prem. I know you don't. But I got, I got. Listen, who would I be if I didn't say I'm disgusted with the Phils right you now? You go through too many tsunamis with this. I do. I view this season. Just go big picture, man. It look last year, they had zero expectations. They got to the World Series. And they lost. Then they went to the offseason and signed the top free agent, the $300 million man, Trey Turner. That's right, and he's performing they, like it now. They go into this season with, like the Eagles, with sky-high expectations. If they don't get to the World Series, I hate to say, this season is a complete failure. If they don't get back to the World Series with Trey Turner in the lineup, it is a complete failure. Yeah, and what you just learned from this unfortunate series where you did drop three or four, was that we can hang with the Braves more than anybody in the league. But you dropped three or four, which is exactly right, but, how I but see what, if what they, But if, it wasn't because they weren't hitting. I will say this. This is an if, and it's a huge if, capital I-F, if they beat the Cubs. Because listen, I'm not saying I think they'll lose to the Cubs, but I'm not going to sit here and say, I believe they beat the Cubs. Well, I mean, they're a cool I don't story. Know that. I, I do. They're a cool story. but See, I know. don't know that. They're a good story. They score a lot of runs. They score about as many runs as we do. Phillies can't close out games late. Trey Turner, these late-game heroics, Bryce Harper, late-game heroics, and they can't close these games out. mostly against the Braves. Mostly. But recently, this has been happening a lot. A lot. But you still have a team that um, has outslugged the Braves since August 1st, more home runs. Um, You have a team that has only won less games than two teams in a league, one of them being the Braves. You have an elite baseball team that you're looking at, Tech. And you're looking at small picture getting frustrated, but when you chart this out, this team's trajectory, the arrow is only pointing up. Last year, you didn't hold a playoff spot at any point in the season, and you get it in the last week of the year. I actually believe they have a better shot next year. This this year is gonna it's gonna end in failure. They're they're going well, I mean, to maybe you said the same thing it, last year and it didn't it but, didn't. But it was different because I had zero expectations well, look, last here's year. What, here's what I was gonna say, right? So even though you have zero expectations last year, and now it's sky high. But right, right, that that doesn't change the fact of of their trajectory is still up, regardless of how you feel. It's undeniable. Last year, you didn't hold the playoff spot to the last week of the season. Then you get in and you create some magic, and we know what they do. This year, you're holding a playoff spot for thirty percent of the season, just by nature of charting progression. It's a step in the right direction. Then by next year, you're going to be in that wild card spot. 
probably in June and hold it and then the price for right now and then it's just going to it increases from there then the following year maybe it'll be able to actually be in a division league this is how it works this is what the 08 to 12 fills did I get it's it a similar trajectory in the except the difference is the first year for the 08 fills was 07 they got swept in the first round right for this team they went to the World Series it's the same kind of team they're built similar they hit home runs they have average this pitching this team's going home in the NLDS if, it, if they get there if they May, get maybe there. you said the same thing last year and they embarrassed yeah, the Braves. Last year was just different. It was sure. different. And, and, and they, the had Braves, le- they had less last the year. Braves, the Phils had less last year. I get it, but the Braves feel different. They have a, a chip. Like, all right, so this series, last night, for instance, they after they win the game, Acuna's standing there egging on the crowd as they boo him. And everyone's like, oh, Acuna, he's classless. And this it's like, this is deserved. This is deserved. This is what happens when you you clinch the division title. This you, divi- you the, the division right. crown in a visiting city. Right. They, they they clinched and they and they and they sitting there going, "Yeah, give it to me." As as right. as the fans are booing him. Well, I think he's also being booed because he does uh, like the stutter around third base. But that's fine. It's not though. It's insulting. I, see, I don't think it is. It's insulting. Just I run, run the bases, dude. Listen, run I, the bases. I get it. I, this, this what did Rob Thompson say yesterday contest. morning? He said he said oh, I like it when my guys act like they've been there. Well, listen, I I get that. And but, Brian Snicker said this is the last team he wants to see in October. So I mean, your whole thing about them losing the NLDS, sure, is that the Vegas odds? It's everybody can go with the Vegas. Odds. I think they lose three or four. It's low hanging fruit. In- I think this is a mirror. What we just saw is a mirror of what we'll see. You know, the 1980 Phils got destroyed by the Dodgers all year. Took care of them in the playoffs. I said the same thing to you last year, too. All right. All I know is, and I, it, like we're already given. I'm this not team saying they're going to beat the Braves. Time. I'm just going to. I'm saying that they're 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 going to compete at a very high level, and that series will go to five games either way. Well, I, I'll leave you with this. I am sick and tired of JT Real Mudo. It's all year long. He stinks. He's nothing but a defensive player at this point. He's only good on the road. He's hitting 300 on the road. He's hitting 192 at home. Yeah, so he he's can, only good on the road. It's just the other night, uh, he, what he did was atrocious. He struck out. Everybody knew. I, I, I texted my father before it happened that Castillo, if, if JT strikes out, that Castellanos is going to ground into a double play to end the inning. And you can't have this. And what does JT do? Three pitches, strikes right out. And what does Castellanos do 30 seconds later? He grounds into a double play yeah, to end the inning. That ca- that costs you I the game. You. Yeah, I agree Because you, you know Kimbrell's coming in and giving up a run. But it's not really JT. It's on the coaches not to tell him to just lay the bunt down. It should have been a bunt. You laid a bunt down. I, and I, I, I heard uh, uh, DeCamera and Richie laugh a caller off the station uh, yesterday about that they should have subbed in Stubbs to bunt. Because he's good at bunting, yeah. Yeah. And they go, no, you don't, you don't sub in your best catcher for... It's not a big... Yes! We're not talking about a defensive situation. We're talking about a bunt that moves guys over, okay? And that is necessary. It is absolutely necessary. And by the way... I love Rojas. I want Rojas to get at-bats every game. But when it comes down time to crunch time, uh, runners in scoring position or end of game, I got I to pinch hit for him. I got to pinch hit for I him. I completely agree. He that. is not there yet to be in that, in that moment. And the manager has to know that, feel that, and act accordingly. It's just, it, it's, it's these little things that... That just make me disgusted with this team. Even though, listen, big picture, I get See, here's, here's it. The I thing. get Tech, it. Disgusted is a word for a team that's like, you know, a couple games out in a wild card with this roster. Well, they could be. No, if they, but they're if not. If they lose I'm some saying, of these games that they should win coming up, then they, they just, very well could be. You're using the wrong words to describe a team that is in position to go back to the playoffs after we have not had playoffs for a decade. I, I don't really that. get it. It's a decade we don't got playoffs. Now we have a team that is literally holding down... The top wild card spot. Well, they because, should. They have, they have World Series uh, expectations. Well, yeah, it, that's what I'm saying. So, but but then they're doing it. I mean, they're right there. They're the third best team in the National League, and that's pretty much undeniable. They're probably, arguably, they're better than than the Orioles. Arguably, they're better than the Rays. They handled those teams in series. They could showed you they can beat the best of the American League has to offer. They just have to, already showed you that they have to stay in this with the four seed. They have to stay the there. Third best winning percentage since June first, and it's disgusting. 
I don't understand tech. They they got rid of it's, April and May. They started well, playing listen, good baseball. Listen, I'm not disgusted by that. I'm disgusted by what I see in game from I the manager, you. from I got the bullpen, I got from from JT Real well, Mudo, from well, Castellanos. Losing, losing game three of that, of that series with the Braves is unacceptable. I agree. That should have been a split, and you would you we still almost outscored. Them. They should have won game we one. We scored two. the same amount of runs as the Braves. You realize that, right? Yeah, we scored the same amount of runs. I get that. It's just look, that's what makes me disgusted. There's two plays. There's that's two plays. Why I'm disgusted. Two plays in, in in this series made it three or four for the Braves instead of three or four for the Phils. Two plays, one in each game. I get it. Literally, that's how disgustingly close they yes. were to taking three or four. It's I know. minor, minor, minor things. And in baseball, that's all. The, it's a minor things matter. But this this Atlanta Braves team does not want to come here. They just don't want to. <laughs> Well, we'll they, see. They, their manager said it. He's on record. Anybody could Google it and find it. They 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 put fear in him because he knows that they can bop home runs in any night and knock you out of the playoffs. That's why he said it because he's not stupid. Because he saw well, what they were doing. We'll we'll, we'll see and what he happens. Know, he knows they escaped. He and, knows and, they escaped. And by the way, this is something else that we will have a clearer vision of. In two weeks. Oh, this is absolutely true. Yeah, we will have more Tech, listen, to go off of in two weeks. I said on April 7th on our Twitter page, I said the Philadelphia Phillies will go 90 and 72. Yeah. Okay? They have to go 10 and 5, 10 and 6 Yeah. down a stretch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 11 and 5 down a stretch to do that. They get to play the Pirates. They I get know. Seven Cardinals, with the Mets. Mets. So when I told you ninety games in April, up. you see why I said ninety games. I got in April? them. I got them at ninety games exactly. Ninety. I got them oh, at did? ninety okay. wins before the season. Where'd you have them? Eighty. Eighty something. Yeah, eighty something. What did I now have them I. Then? I think I had them. We'll have to I, go back and see I, a preview show. When I went over the re- the remaining schedule a week or so ago, with my dad, I, I I came to the conclusion they'd be at ninety games. By the way, I yeah. had them losing three or four to the Braves in Philly, and I had them losing two or three in Atlanta, in Atlanta. to the Braves. Well, they might take two or three in Atlanta because Well of I had series. them losing two or three in Atlanta. And so still, and yeah. still finishing at ninety right. wins. Right. So right, right. they're on pace to finish at ninety wins. That's where I got them. So I get it. It's not that's not the disgusting aspect. Yeah. I'm disgusted yeah. by what I see in game, some of these decisions. Um, real quick, want to sh- send a huge shout out to our guy Jason Martinez Absolutely. and and uh, uh, Breland Moore at Fox 29. Awesome to be involved. Yes, awesome to be involved with the fantastic sports show. If you're not watching it, 11:30. What's it? Every night? Every weeknight. Yeah. Every weeknight. Uh, Fox be able 29. To, yeah, you'll be able to tune in and see us periodically. You'll uh, see us periodically. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah along with be- a bunch of other. If you if you're on Twitter and you follow a lot of the personality, the Twitter personalities a lot like of great us. people included yeah you'll see a yeah. lot of a lot of those familiar names absolutely and begin to put faces to names and it was cool and that our first appearance the, we are those people <laughs> uh, yeah our first appearance was on the same show as mikey miss yeah which is pretty cool like the legend that was that was pretty neat they had him on a show and Aton uh on show and number he, two and he said what did he say about about the comments i said something in the middle of defense and he comes out and goes now we're talking glass half empty <laughs> <laughs> i thought that was and i thought it was i thought it was great that breland was like oh i love those guys oh uh, yeah because we love Breland. yeah they're, they're great Breland. they're great uh and jason obviously jason awesome, is, awesome b- team who's yeah. been championing us behind the scenes he's a he's a good guy a, a great guy yeah man um all right what it what is it time for ladies and gentlemen another edition of prem's picks it's time for prem's picks these games are a blowout a human lock you can bet your children's unborn children on these games! Alright, Prem, how'd we do last week? The revised strategy has worked for the people. Uh, yeah. Because I started one and two. Um, I did nail... It keeps you honest. It keeps me honest. I did nail the Eagles pick as the spread was four and a half. Yep. They won by five. Five. So we got a W there. However, I grossly struck out on my upset pick of the Steelers over the Niners. <laughs> Missed on that one. Niners made a statement on that game. Oh, man. That was impressive. Yeah. Uh, And then I also uh, missed out on my Bills over Jets win in one of the most entertaining games of the week. Oh, I was thoroughly entertained. It was a very good start to Monday Night Football. Yeah, I mean... 
this year I'm actively rooting against Kansas City and Buffalo. I've never rooted against those two teams, and I na- now I'm rooting against them. So yeah, yeah I, I, even fair. though uh, I know you've always kind of liked KC too. I, fact, I'm a Chiefs guy. Can't and, be right now. Though. And ever since I was a kid, watching the Giants and the Redskins go with the Bills to the Super Bowl, I always rooted for the Bills. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I, always I, like the Bills, I always liked the Bills, and I'm and, I, and I'm a Chiefs fan. So, but but this year I'm shutting all that down. I'm rooting against both of those teams. I like it because they might be Super Bowl opponents. That's right. Good Absolutely thing. right. I got some good ones this week, Tech. All right, let's do it. You got. Wait a minute. Now, you got some good ones, as in you did it while we were doing the show mentally, yes. or or you went and watched tape and did you? You know, no, no we're, tape. We're, we're banning that this nah, year. There's no no tape. I just did this while we were conversing while looking at my Yahoo Sports app. Okay, so you mean while the intro was playing, you I'm were scanning and all right, you got I'm some multitasking. Good ones. I'm mentally right. multitasking. There we go. That's what I like to hear. Let's get to it. So here you go, Tech. This is a fun one. <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs are all one coming off of a tough loss in Detroit. They're going to Dougie P and the Jaguars. This is a great game. And they are three and a half point favorites. Yeah, they should be. I disagree. I would comfortably, <laughs> comfortably take Trevor Lawrence and Dougie P to send the Chiefs to 0-2. Wow. I think they have more than people realize. I think they're a really, really good football club. Okay. They're hungry. And they have some skill makers at really key positions. I mean, this ETN kid is amazing. Oh, yeah. Agnew kid had a wonderful return the other day. Yep. Um, I like the Jags straight up. Forget the spread. This is my money line pick of the week. Okay. You know, I do two spread picks, one money line. Jags straight up at home to go to 2-0 and and knock off the defending Super Bowl champions. Lock. Lock. Next tech. This is a, a, a interesting one to me, only because of the putridness of the teams involved. You have the Giants going to the Cardinals. So, 4 o'clock kickoff in Arizona. Jonathan Gannon will be hosting the New York Giants <laughs> in his home opener. So, all right. Five and a half point favorites, Tech, the Giants. The Giants are terrible. They're five and a half point favorites. You know well, Arizona is even worse. Giants are going to win this game by 10. They're going to bounce back. There you go. Unfortunately, I have to say that because I think it's a lot. I, I, I agree. I'm a betting man. The Arizona is that bad. Giants are going to win this game 24-14, 24-10. I agree. Something in that realm. Their defense is still good. Yeah. So I would take the Giants uh, minus five and a half. Lock. Lock. We're going to get out of the NFC East now, Tech. No more NFC East picks this week. All right. We are going to go to another very intriguing divisional matchup. All right. The Patriots just hosted the Birds. <laughs> the Patriots this week will host the Sea Creature. That the Dolphins. Ah, oh, this is this is this is gonna be a blowout. You got two. This is gonna be a blowout. It won't. The Dolphins are so. three-point favorites. Vegas knows something that right. we do not. Okay. Because that's Bill right. Belichick in his building coming off of a loss. Right. How many times have you seen Bill Belichick lose two in a row? Yeah, it's rare. At home, it's rare. Two home losses at Foxborough. And Miami, Miami's defense is okay. They're good. They're a good defense. Miami's not going to blow them out, but they are going to cover. Yeah. Comfortably take the minus three. Tua goes there, and he's going to have more trouble, I think, than he's ready for with that defense. But, yeah, but, okay. And That's they fair. might they might not even score 30, but they're going to win. <laughs> they're going to win. All right. There it is. Dolphins uh, covering the spread over to Pats. I don't feel as confident about this one, but you know, I, pro- right. I probably should. Because it's the Patriots at home coming off a loss, and they're at home. I still, I, I, I got to go with Dolphins on this one. Dolphins I, have had their number for a long time, too. Yeah. yeah, I'll take, give me the spread, minus three. So, to recap, Tech. Yeah. Wait, is that a lock? Is that is that Dolphins game a lock? It doesn't feel lockish, but all right. It, it, lock. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So, to recap, Tech, as we know, we have the Jaguars knocking off the Chiefs Ooh. in Jacksonville. One o'clock kickoff on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes will drop to 0-2. The Giants looked absolutely horrendous on Sunday against the uh, Cowboys. But what happens when you have a relatively good football team coming off of an embarrassing game like that, going to play somebody that is superbly inferior to them, then you're going to get a a good performance, I think. Right. Giants, minus five and a half. Lock. Lock. Lastly, Tech, we just said it. Dolphins covering three points in New England. (laughs) Let's do it. It doesn't feel locked, but lock. There we have it. All right. Um, 
we, we're going away. We got a lot going on. We will see you back here in two weeks. Two weeks. Go Birds. Go Birds. Vet Alumni. Nine. Nine.